When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. everybody welcome to another edition of big chris live the live stream and then the podcast yes we're back live on facebook for the first time in a while went to facebook jail yes i did i don't know if you heard about that wendy but i did we'll get into that in a few minutes but we're back live on facebook and also uh thanks to our friends at deanblondell.com we are going to stream live through their twitter and youtube continuously as well plus for audio subscribers always available after the fact via spotify and apple podcasts and via dean's website in itself wendy boomer's on the screen behind me and for those who don't know wendy boomer uh, we go uh, way back, way back. We'll we'll touch on all the way backness of it all. But I'm so glad we could finally do this. It's been what like years since you're supposed to have been a guest on my podcast. Twenty four. You never had me on the first one, you prick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <it's, laughs> I love you taking a drink there too. I love it. <laughs> well, I had your husband on the last one. Him and his band. Came exactly. On. <laughs> that's back there too we had a good laugh about it too anyways uh wendy's finally back here and and our history uh do you remember the la the first time we met wendy do you remember that i don't you don't i feel like you're gonna have some epic story and i think like you probably just walked into the station with some tour and i was like what a douche yeah it was Is something that like epic that. Story? I was sitting I was sitting in those wing back chairs at the front lobby and waiting for a meeting for which a job that I eventually got. And uh yeah, you were walking through on the way to the washroom or something. And yeah, you just said, Hello, who are you? And of course, there was a lot of movement in the staffing arrangements at the radio station at that time. And so everyone was very curious if there was new faces showing up. You were very curious about who I was. But that was our first meeting. So was I though, or was I just Wendy being like, Hi, I'm Wendy. Yeah, it could have been you that too. Weed? I smoke weed. You want to be friends? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, there's a lot of there was a lot of that to follow as well. <laughs> um, but we ended up hosting a radio program together for three and a half years at K Rock in Kingston. Um, for those who uh, never listened, that's fine. Uh, but uh, we we still have people who remember it, uh, which is nice, eh, Wendy? And that brings yeah. me to the Kingston rumor mill. Are we gonna? Are, are is everyone gonna be talking? We're doing a little podcast together. Yeah, because they think we never spoke. Remember that one time? What was it? Uh, like not long after. I can't remember. Did you leave or did I leave first? K Rock. You did. Uh, yeah. I did. Anyway, so it wasn't long after both of us left, and we met up at the Toucan like three thirty in the morning ish. Oh, Christmas! Yeah, it was Christmas, and the, 
And we took a picture and you were just like on your Instagram, you were like, love this girl. And I was like, love you too. And everybody's like, they're back. Yeah, I know. Based on what? That's what I'd always say. Like on what, what do you base these things? Finding either of us drunk at the toucan at any given time does not mean anything. (laughs) I know. I know. That's, that's par for the course. Remember when we used to go to bars, when we we used to be able to go and do that? That's like one of the last times I think I saw you. We we partied so hard down in Ottawa. We were down on Elgin Street and I crashed at your place. I don't remember much, but we hiked all over downtown Ottawa. That was a blast. Yeah. Yeah. Part of the reason that I was able to, I just moved into a new condo. Yeah. And part of the reason I was able to save up for that is because the bars have been closed so long on Elgin. Because <laughs> I lived right down there, baby. And it was so great. But you well, knew all the spots. I love the Manx. The Manx is one of my favorite spots because you showed it to me. Oh, really? Thanks, buddy. Hey, listen, uh, you know, I find the nooks and crannies. As you know, I love all the little things that make cities great and finding out about those. And the Manx in Ottawa is a great little hole in the wall, much like the Toucan in Kingston. Yeah. Sorry, I don't mean to insult it by saying hole in the wall. That's in the best way possible. But, you know, th- there's these, oh, yeah. these little underground pubs, you know, love them. Yeah. If the place has the same carpet as when it was installed in 1906, you know it's a good time. <laughs> remember, remember they changed the carpets in the toucan for the first time in like 30 years. Like, yes, and you wanted you wanted a square so bad. You were like, I want a piece of the old carpet. I was like, I wouldn't do it for what? <laughs> I wanted to frame it in a smell-proof sealed box and just have a square <laughs> of the toucan's carpet because, like, that thing was sticky permanently. You know, like it was, it, it it's had this awesome aroma of old British cigarettes and fart. And, you know, I just felt like it, it needed to be preserved in time. You're never going to get those mixture of smells ever again. In uh, history. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no. That's good to be back sure. together, eh? <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so what are we allowed to say on this thing? Like, am I already in trouble for calling you a couple names? No, no, you, we can swear. Yeah, swear it up. And um, just don't, the one thing is don't show any dicks. That's okay. a big rule now. That was strike one with Facebook. Then strike two happened during the uh, the whole Capitol Hill in the United States thing. And I posted a meme that that some bots didn't understand. And, right. and they to- took it out of context. Like I was somehow, the Facebook bots thought that I was pro-insurrection. And I was <laughs> like, that's definitely not the case. But anyways... I've detailed in previous episodes. It doesn't matter now, but I'm back on Facebook, which is exciting. But yeah, just don't show dicks and don't be pro uh, insurrection. <laughs> I've watched a lot of your podcasts. Who whipped it out? Oh, no, uh, Melanie. But it wasn't uh, <laughs> but it wasn't her whip. It was, uh, if you will, um, it was uh, a picture of a penis on her phone, which mm-hmm. she held up to the camera. And, um, and because like, you know, this, I mean, you've been married a long time, Wendy, I'm sure you don't get random dick pics all the time, but Melanie does because she's a single or was at the time single and, and, you know, attractive and on Instagram and, you know, and everything. And so she just gets inundated with unwanted dick pics all the time. And so we just decided to shame a guy, uh, and just like show off his unit on cam and that was all she wrote they pulled the live stream they pulled it at like mid what's that you still have a morning show i still have a morning fm radio show and we definitely don't have any dicks on that show 
no <laughs> no 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 dicks no although i did do some real radio recently melanie uh sorry uh, wendy oh with melanie sorry sorry man um i did do some real radio uh, last week on friday you might have seen the news where the um they had the uh the uh the violence in downtown barry the police officer oh smashed a 20 year old kid's head into the pavement basically punched him and mm -hmm. and the whole crowd shot video of it anyways uh we had an interview with one of the people who was down there with an eyewitness and um, shot the whole thing and uh, put it up it was one of she was one of the viral video auteurs and she came on the show with us on friday morning and we had a great chat and then that chat also went viral um online uh you know after the fact so um anyways i was really proud of that so anyways i don't know how i got onto that topic but uh it's because Chris, you like to tell me these stories and you like to hear me say good job. Buddy. Yeah, thanks. I know I'm always looking for Wendy's approval. Um, but also the Freudian slip there, buddy. I'm sorry. We got to get you and Melanie on a podcast in the future because oh. she and her other guy, like her version of you, JJ, we all had a podcast way back called Thrupplecast. Uh -huh. And and uh, I think we need to have reverse thruple cast where you and Melanie, I'm afraid to have both my radio mistresses on one yeah, podcast. Yeah. That could be trouble for me, but you know, I just still think it would make for some. Yeah, bye bye big Chris podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, ladies. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> um, but Wendy, you know, you've been there with me for like a ton of life steps. You know, we did our, I did my first real morning show. I had a morning show way back, but I don't even count that morning show. It lasted like eight, nine months. Um, but my first real morning show with you, but even before that we were buddies and, and, you know, friends and supporters. I emceed Wendy's wedding poorly. Then, you know, we we're friends and we did our first morning show together. Um, and, and it was successful. That was the other thing too, which was great. And then, you know, we've gone on to other things, but we're still the best of friends. And, and um, you know, and then Wendy emceed my wedding. And, you know, we just, you know, Wendy was the, one of the first people that I called and told the news yeah. when we found out that we were pregnant. Which I love so much. Your I little know. pink moon. I'm so excited for oh, you. The pink moon. Ah! <laughs> Thanks, man. Uh, yeah. And I never would have believed it if it hadn't come out of your <laughs> mouth itself. I mean... Wow, buddy, have you ever come a long way? I was just going to say, you've seen me progress. And do you remember when we first started that morning show at K-Rock together? And, you know, I showed up with like 20 bucks in my pocket and a typewriter and a record player. And I, I lived at the Econo Lodge for a month, you know, with that window with the big crack in it. And like it was like, just like, ugh. I mean, I was just, I was a mess. I was a totally different person back then. He traveled to Cuba with, his typewriter and not like a new fangly fold up thing like the old no. school no. like you hunter s thompson it and i will never let you down for that to this day i actually still think it's actually adorable that you did it but at the same time like let's just go that was that chris yeah and now we have a little baby girl on the way you've come a long way <laughs> thanks buddy it's and listen i know that that guy who went to cuba on a bender with a typewriter just <laughs> searching for to destroy demons slash maybe pick up a few new ones um <laughs> i know that that guy would probably want to punch this guy in the face <laughs> right now i'm pretty sure but whatever i fucking i'm eating it up man i'm loving it um and even the other day we had um we had a 3D ultrasound, which previously I thought were creepy. Oh, they're so creepy. 
right? I used to be like, oh, that's the creepiest thing. Why would anyone ever do that? But now that we've got one, I'm like, fuck, it's adorable. You know, like <laughs> everyone else's is still creepy and shitty, but ours is adorable. Yours is adorable. Yours exactly. is fun. I'm going to be that dad, right? I'm going to be mm-hmm. like, my daughter's the best. Everyone else sucks. But I thought I would share one of the 3D ultrasounds here. I've already posted it on my Instagram. Yeah. It was okay. voted by uh, our families collectively as the scariest photo that we got from the 3D ultrasound. Here it is now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love this. <laughs> Just like her daddy, foot and mouth syndrome right away. Yes. Yeah. Also, like if you just photoshopped a burrito in there, it would look like me. That's <laughs> <laughs> Saturday night at 3 a.m. <laughs> yeah, if that foot was a burrito, that looks like a big bald me just going raw. <laughs> It does. It does. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. still creepy. Yeah, I know. It's still, it is still. And we got a couple of cute ones too. But even those, like maybe looking back, we'll be like, ooh, why do we do that? You know, like. It's, it's so funny though, right? The details that you can see, like you can see your features in that baby. She it's, has your upper lip. Yeah. Some of the and, other ones you mean? Yeah. And yeah. then, and then my, well, you know, our, our friend Maddie, she's having a yeah. baby. She sent me one recently. And it's got this big Polish cheeks. You can see the big cheeks. She's like, yeah. look at that. Those Polish jeans are strong. Oh, it's yeah. Crazy. Well, it's so crazy because, you know, we were always wondering, like, that's the one mystery that I was always wondering that the 3D ultrasound did kind of solve was, what's our baby going to look like? Who's feeding, huh. Who's she going to take after, right? And sure enough, I looked at that screen. As soon as we saw her face, the first thing I saw was my own face as a toddler <laughs> staring back at me. It was so weird. It was really, really weird, but in a great way. Yeah. I hope I hope that as she ages, I hope she starts to look like her mom a bit more, you know. Oh, she will. You've heard this thing, right? No. How all babies are born looking like their dads, regardless of sex, because back in the <laughs> days, I might be getting this from some Seth Rogen movie. So bear <laughs> with me. But <clears throat> the the story goes that back in the day when we were all cavemen, the dads would eat their babies unless they looked like them. That's what would stop them. So there's so, some kind of genetic predisposition? Yeah, that all babies will look like their dads, especially when they're newborns. And then they, and everybody, you ask anybody who's ever had a baby boy or girl, it flip-flops. You'll wake up one day and be like, oh, Lisa. And then the next day you'll be like, no, me. No, wow. Lisa. Yeah. Wow, okay. For someone who doesn't have any kids, you know a lot about kids. I have a lot of friends who have babies, and this is why I drink. (laughs) (laughs) You can't be a fun aunt without, you know, a little sauce. Well, pour another drink there, Wendell, because I've got a a couple of real contenders for the creepiest 3D ultrasound of all time. Okay. Of all time. This is not my baby, for the record. Okay. This, but how about this one? (laughs) i'm sorry i'm supposed to be more witty than this but i can't decide what i just saw it looks looks like a a leprosy patient oh oh, i was gonna say it looks like a squished panda bear face oh yeah yeah Yeah, i see it totally see it yeah 
Nailed it. Next. Or the Phantom of the Opera's mask if it was complete. Mm-hmm. Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How about this one? I don't know if this baby has a name, but I'm naming it Damien. Oh, sweet. Oh, <laughs> I, I can't even say the Lord's name. I feel like something will happen to me. <laughs> Oh, oh, I hate you. Why did you show this to me? I won't be able sleep, to sleep tonight. Sleep well tonight. How do you bring that home and be like, hey, Graham and Gramps, look at her adorable little demon. <laughs> and then Grandma goes, yeah, I'll put that right on the fridge. And then she yeah. burns it. I made Grandma Dutch. But anyway. I love that you did your grandma's, your actual grandma's <laughs> accent when you said yeah, that. Yeah, that's, that's a very fun. scary baby, but I, I love it anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's like my biggest, my biggest news, you know, that we're it's huge. Yeah. Like Lisa, she's zonked right now. She's up on the couch. She's passed out. She's been sleeping all day. She's hit, we've hit the third trimester big time where now there's like the second trimester, I guess, uh, from my experience anyways, she was able to be up and doing things. She had lots of energy. First trimester, she's exhausted. Third trimester, she's first trimester style exhausted now. I guess that's well, not the due date again. I keep forgetting between you and Maddie, you guys are like a month apart Two of my besties. Uh, April 11th. Right. So Maddie's due before you. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's, well, it's all it's all good, everybody. She just uh, told us all a little late. She told herself a little late. Yeah, she was. Yeah, <laughs> she was like one of those people who was like, "Oh shit, I'm pregnant." She's not oh, one like, of those, did she? Oh, I think um maybe I'm pregnant. Um, oh, I guess I'm like four months pregnant. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it came to me in a dream when I was on an ayahuasca trip. Like she. <laughs> She's one of those people too. She's like, oh, I guess it took an ayahuasca journey to figure it out. <laughs> oh, but I'm so excited about both these beans on the way. I was so excited. Thanks, man. Well, okay, so you got a month and a bit. I yeah. mean, I more than that, but I always think like that last month and a bit is kind of, you'll see how long that is. It could be a little early, could be a little late. Yeah. Well, right now uh, she's uh, transverse. So she's side to side. She hasn't uh, decided she's yeah. and she's super comfortable. Wouldn't yeah. You know, wouldn't you know my baby's a lazy ass. <laughs> just eating burritos. Just eating her feet. Just eating her feet. Ah, and eating her, oh, eating her hands. That's all she does is suck, her, suck on her thumb every time she's on the ultrasound. Poor Lisa's going to be 12 months pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with my baby, six foot three, massive Viking man. How much did you weigh when you were born? I was uh, 8.9 or I was just shy of nine. That's not bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not That's too. Not my brother was 11 and a half pounds. You're... Whoa, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and you know this. This is funny. <laughs> Anybody yeah. who's watching, I am, I'm a little um, curvy, shall we say, and I was born six pounds two ounces my yeah. brother is this big i was gonna say he's a bean pole he's a bean pole and he was the biggest chubbiest he had all the michelin marshmallow rolls he was <laughs> just a marshmallow baby 11 and a half pounds wow that's as big as they come how what i mean i i guess i could google it but that must be one of the biggest babies like i don't think you can get a 12 13 i've heard, baby, of, some friends, I've heard of friends who've had 12 pounds I feel like we talk about it's like turkeys and babies are interchangeable sometimes, you know, like, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we had six people over for dinner. We had oh. a 13 pound baby. It was fine. Debbie's was huge. <laughs> <laughs> um, Wendy's going to be back too. 
uh, I can't wait to have you back on further podcasts. We got to get you and Melanie, and then of course I've done yeah. what? What the fuck is the deal with wrestling? And oh yeah, that's a previous like I I I never understood it. Never understood wrestling, but Mel. Uh, but uh, oh my god, there it is again. I called you Melanie. Oh my god, Wendy. Okay, you're Wendy works in country radio, and I would love to know what the fuck is the deal with country music. You don't do the devil horns for country music, do you? Are you sure like front row? Do. Brad Paisley, your front row in the mosh pit? Oh, yeah. Didn't you see? I just posted a video. Brad Paisley, the last time I saw him, I was on stage drinking on a bar that had a big bobblehead Brad Paisley feeding me booze. It was the best night ever. <laughs> <laughs> that was the one thing I will say. The country crowd can party. It's wild. Huh? Yeah. yeah, I think it's one of the last scenes that actually party. I think the metal scene and the punk scene, they've all gone vegan now. Yeah. 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 They're just like straight core or whatever. Yeah, we're just walkers to get in. Yeah. All yeah. right. Yeah. Have you seen James Hetfield lately? <laughs> Looking real good. Speaking of walkers. Uh, <laughs> um, one of the things I loved about our show, Wendy, back in the day was we did bits. Nobody does bits anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, they do bits, but like, you mean like the produced ones? Yeah, like where we where we would do a whole like thing and make up a whole story and yeah, nobody yeah. does that anymore. Nobody does mm -hmm. things like uh, like my favorite, one of my favorites. There were so many that we did was the hair metal forecast. That was so much. Wendy was the fucking best because having Wendy on the show, like doing a show together, we would you you had this you're a great singer. Wendy's an awesome singer, so I was always elated when we had a chance to put that to use. Well, especially heavy metal. <laughs> well, yeah, that's right. So we, what the idea of the hair metal forecast was that we would take the weather that day and we would put it into uh, a song that mirrored a 1980s hair metal song. So here is a couple of examples of what we, uh, <laughs> what we accomplished. Here's your daily high May include water, just look to the sky Might be good, might make you cry Your daily high Oh, plus nine Plus nine <laughs> That's the only forecast that you can really strip to Yeah, it's weird, every time you play that A pole comes down from the yeah. ceiling, I don't know we got some night rain. You better find the love. We got some night rain. Try to win the crowd. We got some night rain. Yeah, 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 yeah. Night rain. 
Was that not the best one, Night Rain? Oh, yeah, especially <laughs> because you did all the <laughs> soup in a cup. Ah, soup in a cup, yeah. But what's funny is remember the hell that we went through with poor Mike Dara, the producer. Oh yeah. He's trying to dub these over and no yeah. offense to you, right? Like I literally have done musicals and all kinds of stuff. So I'm like, okay, just give me the track and I can figure it out. Your your timing issues were a little funny. <laughs> I'm the worst. I and trust it, me. It drove Mike nuts because he's a producer who's like, one, two, three, four, <laughs> and you're like, soup and a cup. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I've gotten a lot better, okay? I've taken a lot of music lessons in the last couple of years, all right? So that's what was so funny. Who cares? It was a riot. That's the whole yeah, point. It's supposed to be stupid. I mean, that's the fun part of doing bits. It's also the fun part is making them. You know that I mean, sure, the audience gets a bit of a payoff on the air, and hopefully people had a laugh at those bits that we did, like those ones and other ones. But you know, I always thought it, the fun part was making it, you know, like us <laughs> hanging out and writing the lyrics and like sitting in the hallway or sitting in the stairwell at the radio station and just coming up with stuff. I mean, that's oh, like, again, like I always had a hoot. I don't know if Dara loved us that much, but we no. had a good time. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. Wendy and I had a blast, but yeah, the producers were like, oh, fuck here. Again. I got commercials to do here, motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, all right. One more take on Night Rain. Just one more Night Rain take. Yeah, I know. Like, man, listen, I've got paying clients. You guys want to record Night Rain, your cover of Guns N' Roses in a weather forecast. Okay, great. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good time. Okay, I have a surprise for you. Oh, all right. Because in moving, I've clearly carried this around with me for years. And I also clearly terrifies me enough that I don't want to put it up. But I also can't get rid of it because it's so good. Do you remember? I think his name was California Dan. <sighs> oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god wendy was that in california dan or so? yeah and didn't he get arrested or something there was i remember now so yeah there was an illegal clinic or something running and he was stabbing people or like injecting people with an unknown serum or something but he gave us this wasn't that the guy yeah <laughs> yeah it was it's actually so good though i love it <laughs> i like it more than the photo i, I love sean goudreau is an amazing artist but i oh. look like a 12 year old boy <laughs> in the photo or the the painting that he did of you that is immaculate you he captured you getting a finger up the butt live on air and in, in yeah. painting i know you, I, that's the only thing i don't have to put on the screen here today i didn't i couldn't find a good picture of it anyway well folks if you head to the star diner you can still see it to this day wendy the stars closed they're out of business oh, forever yeah man you oh, didn't know I'm that so Oh, yeah. it's a Kingston institution. It was our, our number one hangout spot downstairs from the radio station there at K-Rock. And, and Ian sent me a photo in the booth. It must have been years ago. How long has it been closed? Uh, like since the pandemic. OK, because it was right before that. He sent me a yeah. photo of him sitting in the booth with us above it. Yeah, no, I know. I know. Uh -oh. I know. Anyway, so like I got to see about getting that painting like that okay. needs to hang here. That heat needs to hang here in this studio. Yeah, you need that. Who would yeah. have it? I mean, they, so David and Ida May from the Star Diner, they, the reason they got this painting of me getting a, an oil painting, Shane Goudreau, shout out to him, uh, of getting a prostate exam was because they donated the most to Movember in our Movember campaign. Yes, yes. 
And and it was over, I think it was, uh, it went up, we had the goal of $1,057 for the painting, but we shattered that. It was something like 1,500 bucks they yeah. paid painting to get it to hang there in the in the diner and uh you know i i don't know if i could come up with 1500 bucks but i'd try i'd sell something you know i got an old laptop that i used to look at porn around here that i could sell off on kijiji or something that's worth 1500 right (laughs) well you know you can chip away at it but you know i i would try and buy it back i would try and buy back that painting so if anyone those folks uh, the well, whenever you think you miss it, just just give me a shout, and I got this one for you. <laughs> that is the fucking wish version of that other painting. <laughs> uh, that's awesome, Wendy. What a great surprise, man! And that was fun. You know, that was one of those funny characters. Remember? Oh, and get this. Remember the tax guy who screwed me over? I was honestly for a minute. I was like, was the tax guy the? This guy? No. Oh, no. Two different scam artists who showed up somehow and snuck their way into the radio station to get on the air with us. The The tax tax guy is sketch, 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 beyond sketch. Tell the story, go. Well, yeah. The short story long, like, he strung me along for months, and I was under the impression that my taxes were done and that I was getting a rebate. When I called Revenue Canada, they said, yeah, you haven't even filed. And I was like, what? This guy was on the air with us. He did my taxes live on the air. You know, like, what's that? He had all your paperwork. Yeah, he had all my paperwork and everything. Remember Tony and I told you, though? Do you remember that? That this guy Tony was sketch? Both like, Dude, this guy is not, especially Tony. Tony was like, oh, I don't know, man. I um, well, I wouldn't uh, trust that guy with the. Uh, I was anything. set up. I was set up. It was a sales thing. He got in through sales. They thought, and he didn't even pay his sales bill. Right. That's the thing. It was it was a client. Like he was a paid client. We we're bringing him on the air to do this thing where he's gonna do my taxes on the air, right? Like that was the whole right. the whole premise of the thing. And it turns out he he ripped me off. And not only that, he ripped off but the wait, station. He didn't even pay his first, bill. Wasn't your first meeting with him at Subway though? No, it was like a public library at the photo. No, it was like Subway or something. <laughs> you were like, guys, uh, so I don't know. And Tony was like, Don't do it, man. Don't do it. <laughs> I don't remember anyone saying not to do it. I just remember doing it for the station. I remember uh, that and not getting anyway. behind on your taxes too. Weren't you like a few years behind? No, no, it was just for him that time. It was just the one year. It okay. was fine. But guess what? That experience turned me off of doing taxes ever since. So now you haven't done them. Well, guess what? I just did them on the weekend. How many years we've been together? So this was 2000 that the year that that guy screwed me over on those taxes, which I ended up correcting. I had to go see a real accountant to get it done. Yeah. But um, uh, that was the year of 2013 that I last filed. Holy shit. <laughs> done, done, huh? Uh, so I got it done on the weekend. And that's why did you do that? Well, because you're gonna be a dad. because you're going to be a dad. Because I'm going to be a dad. I've even got my dad's sweater on here. And also because of the child tax benefit, uh, we have to have our taxes up to date. Yeah. Anyway, the good news is, Wendy, I came out even. What? Yeah. That is a Canadian lottery right there, friends. It's karma. I'm saying it's karma. I say I, I... I don't know if it's like seven years of undone taxes type of karma, but I must've done something nice for someone. I don't know how that that came out. Karma with a 10 foot pole with you, buddy. But anyway, yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah, I think there's like, there's, I thought there was a lot of karma coming back on me, but not working in my favor, but. <laughs> Good anyway. for you. I know. Like, again, you get to see all these steps, Wendell. You get to- <laughs> I do. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, guess who didn't have his taxes when he showed up there in Kingston with his typewriter <laughs> all those years ago. <laughs> I loved um, working the phones, as you know, and I got a couple of clips here of some of our I won't say our best callers because I can even name them Trevor and Shannon uh, for being our best callers. But these were two of my favorites that really kind of have a theme to them. Anyways, I'll play them here. They, here oh, they are. If I were a busker, my act would consist of blank. Hey, uh, if I was a busker, um, I would, uh, I would, Hello? Hi, yeah. You would? I would. Take a box and build something like a castle or something out of styrofoam or whatever box needed and uh, build something neat, captivate the audience, and, uh, and then have one of the kids that are watching you come and knock it down. Build something and uh, have the kid, one of the kids from the audience come and crash it down. Yeah, that's kind of neat. Thanks for calling, Cheech. As much as we missed Boomer, Rob, one of our regular callers. You remember Rob Lindo, don't you, Wendy? This is good. Missed Boomer even more, and uh, we recorded a few of his his phone calls from last week. Right on. Hi, Boomer. Uh, Boomer's not here, man. She's on vacay. Again? D- did I hear Boomer's back from holidays? Or, hi, bye, Boomer. Boomer is uh, Boomer's off. She's on vacation. Hi, Boomer. She's not here, man. She's uh, off this week. Oh, is she? Boomer's off on vacation. Yeah, man. Right on. Uh, no, no, no better thing to do than vacation. He's right. There's no better thing to do than vacation, Boomer. <laughs> I would have to agree with him. <laughs> I'm back. Welcome I back. Yes. Welcome back. Rob missed you more. <laughs> Don't you love hearing old pissed off Wendy? <laughs> yeah, you were like, fucking, fucking, fuck. Oh God, I'm back. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that first one, though, man. What the fuck was that? It was just some wasted dude phoning into the show. I never got his name. Was that one of our prison calls? This was the problem living in Kingston. You could, honest to God, get listeners who were calling with their one call a month to us. And then the notes, the letters that we would get. So many. Oh, so many. Do you remember when we toured KP? We, Kingston Penn, we got the tour and we there was uh, pictures of Sarah Silverman up on the bunks like they'd been <laughs> Sarah Silverman. I guess that was her the favorite around the KP, I guess. Don't you, see, but I remember we got the best tour guide ever. Oh, was I don't that know. I'm the one with you. Maybe it was the second time I went. We had but, separate ones. We had separate tours, maybe. I oh, because I got the guy who had been like six years retired and did not give a fuck about telling the stories. Like he was the oh. guy who was like, yeah, this guy carved this guy's eyeballs out with a spoon and then uh, peed in the eye cavity. Like, it's like, hey, like hell over here. <laughs> He's like, yeah, see that blood on the wall? That's from the riots of like, we're like, ah, this is the best 15 bucks I've ever spent. 
And it was for charity. That's the best part. <laughs> United Way, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> um, all right. So the last thing when we're going to just review some of the old bits. I don't know if this was a bit. This is just me having the balls to ask the prime minister something. Oh, God. My favorite clip ever. Do you pee in the shower? Uh, I have, but I don't make a regular habit of it. Okay. Can Come we on, talk? You can we laugh there all the other You're not laughing at this one? Come on. <laughs> because, okay. All right. First of all, everybody, I've heard this clip about 5,000 times. And <laughs> I know that you will use this clip till the day you die because it is gold. However, when you hear it, he, you leaned on this clip like, oh my gosh, we, I think we played it more than we did weather. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, we did. But can we talk about that day? Because there is, first of all, we were in a really busy room at oh, Queen's yeah. University, and were we stoned? We did. We got yeah. We did well because he was okay. So Trudeau, JT at the time was still a fledgling member yeah. of Parliament, and he was just he had just sort of announced that he would be running yeah. on the platform of full legalization of cannabis and we that's decided, why we went yeah that's why we went in the first that's what intrigued us in the first place to go and, and when we feet. got there i just remember we were both in this huge room with all these people at queens and we looked around the room and you were like boomer it's like we're at fucking hogwarts yes there were all the murals around. You're like, I think they're moving. Anyway, and I, so I remember that moment. And then I remember that gargoyle said, looked at me funny. <laughs> we got a picture with him in that room. Yeah. And then you decided to continue to chase him, which I was okay with, but I had never done a scrum before. Like that was very new to me. Like well, you're not, like, that was my first too, but I was just like, hey, I saw it. I saw it on CPAC one time. It'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. You're like, just go for it. Just go for it. Just go for it. And I was like, I'm not doing anything. I'm not going to say anything to this man. You're like, I'm going to ask him. I'm going to ask him if he pees in the shower. I'm going to ask him. And then you got in this group where there were all these real newsy news types that really wanted to get real information and <laughs> talk politics. And before I get to the punchline, to your credit, you're actually really smart when it comes to politics. You actually give a shit and you know what you're talking about and so i had this little hope in the back of my head that i'm like he'll do it but first he'll ask him something that matters you know <laughs> and you just went in there were like I've never been this. <laughs> <laughs> and he totally answered he loved it but i was like in the background like this is it this is how we lose our jobs this is where it ends <laughs> this is the ends of days for us so. luckily it all worked out luckily <sighs> It all worked out and it's just been a... Do you pee in the shower? Uh, <laughs> I have, but I don't make a regular habit of it. Listen to that crowd in the background. Like, Wendy, you know me. The, the chance I get to make an entire gallery of, of reporters and politicians laugh like that, that just... It sounds like a laugh track from Friends. <laughs> like, <laughs> some cheers cheers was for, filmed before a live audience like, <laughs> it really does but that was the real crowd and again that was my thing i thought for sure we were gonna get a lot more get the fuck out of here and yeah like, ah, come on, come on. yeah so, well yeah. wendell it's been great catching up we gotta close this whole thing down but i know you're gonna be back i know yeah. we're gonna do another one we're gonna do what the fuck is the deal with country music because you I'll gotta really yeah, show me something. Listen, they they had some parts of wrestling, you know, a few episodes back that convinced me that, you know, you know, it wasn't that bad. 
Um, so I'm sure you could do the same for country <laughs> music. I'll figure something out. I'll get you hooked somehow. Don't you worry. Okay. And, uh, and then also, yeah, I think that you and Melanie need to uh, square off here on the podcast. I'm in on that. What's that? I am in on that. Yeah, I know. Anyone, anyone that's like Melanie in on that. Trust me. She's got the DMS <laughs> to prove it. Anyways, uh, Wendy Boomer, we did some great shit together. Thanks, man, for uh, coming on the podcast, and uh, we'll see you soon, sooner than later. Friggin' 14 years later. Cheers, buddy. <laughs> I don't have anything to cheers except for a scented candle right now, so I'll cheers you with that. How about that? What a dad. Love you. Thank you. Jeff Woods and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people, he, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all have. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast, heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from jeffwoodsradio.com. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jagged Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundle from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network.